Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the host of the What You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the clean quadruple of the What You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 1987 anime OVA, The Dirty Pair. Let's meet today's wanted space criminals. First up, in honor of today's episode, he wore the same socks from yesterday. We have Jay. Jay, how's it going? Are you supposed to change socks? Um, I haven't changed my socks since the Saints won the Super Bowl because <laughs> I thought that that would give them a lot of good luck, but it hasn't I've, been working too you well. Might, you might want to change your socks. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it might be tough. But in, really quickly, I've been pretty anti-socks since he joined the Discord. Ooh, so shout <laughs> the socks if you're listening to this. You're my free run buddy. Socks never change. Never change. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Our first moderator tonight, he was so overwhelmed by this series, it landed him in the hospital. We have Miles. Miles, how's it going? Uh, you know, um, it's certainly possible that this show is what landed me in the hospital. Um, but also, maybe it was something else. Maybe? I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know because they didn't tell me why. Exactly. I was <laughs> so you're saying so. there's a chance. <laughs> and Pat. Would you say those socks of yours, Jay, are a dirty pair OVA? Mm, overall. Oh, was, was that the joke? Okay. Yeah, that was the joke, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, it was. Okay. I like a I pair of thought. socks, so that's why I didn't mention the word pair. Yeah, okay, we got there. Yeah, no, I got you. That's oh, I didn't good. That was your joke either. I thought I was just being clever, like being like, oh, haha, dirty pair of socks. There you go. I thought it was just a dig at the Saints. I don't know. <laughs> nope. Nope, I was trying to make a dirty pair of socks joke. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I don't know. You know what? Sometimes they land, sometimes they don't. No, it yeah. was good. I I was just smooth brain, dude. Let's You're good. go. Let's go. All right, yeah. So let's talk about uh, the Dirty Pair OVA. Uh, as I think Pete mentioned, it's from 1987. We did this for uh, for J Week. At least we're done nominating shows for for People's Weeks. But uh, but yeah. So the Dirty Pair OVA done by Studio Sunrise, by the way, as well, which you know, known for doing Bebop, Code Geass, Yasha, a bunch of different shows that everybody loves. One of those iconic studios uh, from. A long, long time ago. Uh, so yeah, let's let's do our first impressions. This was a ten episode OVA that apparently was a sequel, although it's like a sequel in the sense that like Pokemon X and Y would be a sequel because it's a very episodic show. So it doesn't really matter for spoilers, I don't think. At least that's not the impression I got. Uh, Miles, why don't you start us off with your first impressions? I will say I get it doesn't matter because we technically watched what I believe is a sequel to uh, a whole series and two OVAs, and uh, it didn't matter at all. <laughs> I think you could really just sort of pick up from where where you were. So I had no I nominated this, but I didn't really know what to expect going in. I thought it would be sort of like a raunchy 80s romp. And I picked it because uh, Jay had nominated it and it was this week. And it like intrigued me because we don't watch a lot of stuff that's this old and especially not stuff that's like not insanely acclaimed. Right. Like really whatever. And so I think the show is like pretty well known for anime fans like older ones but it, as far it, it's not akira that's my point <laughs> i was pretty pleasantly surprised by this i had a good time um i thought the show was fun it sort of reminded me of like i don't know scooby-doo or something just like a lot of the visual humor and the gags episode two has like a lot of stuff ripped straight from disney like disney characters being villains um and i loved that because i feel like you just get your ass suit off today 
um, you know, because but because this was like a O and A from you know 1986 or whatever in Japan, like they could get away with that. So I thought that was fun. Um, I thought our main leads were pretty charismatic. I thought the music was like funky and 80s like, uh, and I liked that. Uh, I don't know. I, I had a good time. I, I um, I'd recommend it. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Give it a watch. <laughs> There you go. All right. Uh, Jay, what about you? Overall, I'll just start off by saying that I do recommend this, and here are the reasons why. So, like Miles said, it's on YouTube. All of it is on there for free. Unfortunately, it is just the sub that Nozomi has provided right now. There is a dub available, and we'll, apparently, and we'll talk about that later, I'm sure, but you can't find that on YouTube. You can only find the sub. So, it is pretty accessible. And um, like Miles said, I think that this is something a lot of older anime fans enjoy. And I think when you watch it, it's pretty clear to see how it's inspired quite a lot of things that, you know, we kind of like grew up with in our anime life. Like this is the progenitor of Girls with Guns, I'm pretty sure. So thank you for Licorice Recoil. Um, Pretty sure that Panty and Stalking are just straight up based off of these two, like in a lot of ways and uh, apparently the writers of star trek the next generation also had quite a massive love for the show as well putting like eight to ten references to the show in the series so if that doesn't show tell you how iconic this is uh i don't know what else will i think that it's worth watching just to kind of get like a slice of anime history and it's not like a long watch or anything you know it's 10 episodes for an ova um you don't have to have been invested in the product beforehand at all because from what i understand the character designs and stuff change from series to series anyway so it's kind of like it's separate from a lot of the other parts of the ip so you could definitely enjoy this ova on its own if you kind of wanted to get into it so yeah i would definitely recommend it Alrighty, and uh pete what about you I had some preconceived notions going into this. Looking at the PV art, I was like, this looks like an 80s hentai. I was like, you know what? Uh, I don't know. And then I went to the Mal page, and I saw that Shinshiro Watanabe was an episode director on a few of these episodes. I was like, you know what? I'm back in the game. And then I looked to see who the main director was, and went by a guy named Katsori Yabate, who is famously known for directing... Boku no Pico, and that took me out of it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. The guy who directed this story, Boku no Pico. I wish I was making it up. This is so, my Joker moment. Yeah. So going into this, I was like, <laughs> oh, my, "Oh my god, you're telling the truth." You I'm, I'm not making this up. <laughs> you guys aren't seeing the vision or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Whatever, man. In his defense, he made this first, then Boku no Pico. I maybe that means something, but at the end, the guy did end up making one of the most famous anime ever created. So, um. Well, yeah. wait, what the fuck is Pico to Chico? What do you think it is? <laughs> Take a wild what? guess. So, with all that said, and no. just like how the girls looked, I kind of had this notion that maybe that they were going to be like overly sexualized, and it really wasn't going to be a show that I was going to enjoy, but turns out, I fucking love this show. It was so much fun. The first couple episodes, like the first episode itself, kind of like really explained 
in brief detail kind of like what they're doing and who they are and what the world is and i was like that's plenty for me to understand what's going on and yeah i fell in love with this series pretty quick it was really fun the only thing though in the first episode there there's a guy uh playing with a yo-yo and it's the sound of like a party whistle i was like okay so the sound budget was 12 dollars of the show but other than that, it was a really good time. I would recommend this to, yeah, I think Jay mentioned it. If you like Licorice Recoil, I think you'd really like Dirty Pair. I think that's a very interesting comparison. I, I kind of disagree with it. but uh, That's because like, you watched the dub, and we can get into that. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Again, I still like the show. I would recommend it uh, to people to try it for the sake of trying it. I just, I don't know, try it. Try two episodes. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And then from there... You'll, you'll know like you know things don't really change it's very episodic which is good or bad for some people as well oh, also designs are really cool. apparently yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I mean i guess i don't know the like again the dub was funny at times it was just like what was going you know i it's just stuff that i again like like what my what we talked about before the show i i i interpreted the things that i didn't like in the dub as being just oh it's the 80s so they said what they wanted to say not necessarily being it it being a fan dub or not um i don't know what i really have to say though is that uh pico x coco x chico is a heartwarming story about three boys <laughs> discovering their true selves and is perfect for family movie night uh that's uh so you've seen it you would recommend it for family movie night is that what you're saying uh, that, that's what hyper bunny of doom is saying oh um, wait what's your mal username again hyper hyper bunny of- <laughs> <laughs> exactly um no this anime is a true ma- artistic masterpiece with a beautiful meaningful story and it teaches us all about life and why we exist. And they spelled exist wrong. Um, wow, I can't believe you ruined the next Mal, Mal review game. <laughs> I, was, I, I, was like, I was like, do I want to save this for the next Mal review game? And I was like, no, I'm not going to remember it. So I figured I'd uh, figured I'd throw that out there. Just put yes. it on like a notepad in, on the corner of your desktop at all times. I'll, I'll put it right here so that way I can remember it. Every time I look at myself at work. In a Zoom call, I'll see it right there. You just gotta go all out and buy a Pico figure and put (laughs) that on the shelf behind you. You won't do it. No, I won't. Coward. (laughs) I know. I'll stay scared the rest of my life. (laughs) Yeah, same. I'm afraid. Scared and scarred for the rest of my life if I ever had a figure like that. Uh, But yeah, I don't know. Let's let's get into it. Again, I... I think just because I'm the naysayer, I'm going to be coming off as super negative about this show. I'm, I was fine with it. I just, I don't know. wasn't for me. Uh, not my, not my cup of tea most of the time, but sometimes it was pretty funny. Um, and it was never like miserable watching it. It was just, eh, you know, uh, which to me is like what, like watching Pokemon is like, you know, cause it's so episodic and that there's no, they never really feel like the episodes were connected to me. I've been really into Pokemon lately. The games, not the show, but like really hyper. The games are fun. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. you should get on the Pokemon sleep grind with me. Okay, we'll we'll do. I'll start it right now. (laughs) Mine would be so bad. At the last two days, I've slept for like four hour segments because I've been like waking up randomly. It's unironically been helping me sleep better. But unfortunately, this podcast is not sponsored by Pokemon Sleep. But if you do, let me know. Word. That'd be dope. Someone hit up Niantic or whatever company they worked on it with. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Let's. Uh, so I guess spoilers going forward. Spoilers don't matter. They're irrelevant. The show is episodic. Nothing happens that's real. It's real, but doesn't like change anything, I guess. So let's talk about episode one. 
Um, what did you guys think about the way the series opened? Like anything that stood out to you? Uh, the goofy yeah. sound effects for me, for sure. In the okay. beginning. With with the yo-yo really I was just like, this show is gonna be a blast because I feel like they have like one sound guy for the entire show, and it's like, okay, we need to make a sound of somebody doing a yo-yo, go record it, and he's just like, I don't fucking know. Uh, and he finds like a whistle, and goes whoop whoop, and that's the sound of the yo-yo that made. I was like, yeah, this show's gas. Like, it's like it was so fun. It's like space prison yo-yos making sounds of whistles. Why not? Let's have a blast. And the the whole like. How they like trick the guards into, oh, there's a wire there, but psych, we're gonna electrocute you anyway, and start this whole uprising inside the prison. I was like, it was so like outlandish and fun. I was just like, I'm fully on board immediately. Yeah, it felt very like pulpy, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, like I was reading like an old school like comic or something like that, or I could have seen it or felt it in like a arcade shooter. Or something like that, like a side-scrolling adventure where you're just like blasting through goons and the environment all the time. Yeah, I, I definitely it like has this charm, and I wonder if we were watching this in like 1987 or whenever it came out, right? Like more things would be done like this, and so I wonder how that would like affect our point of view. But uh, to me, you know, we're, we've, we're so far removed from how this was made that this is like so refreshing to me, right? Like there's a lot more like physical comedy. It, I feel like it sort of like harkened to a lot of like Western, like maybe like Hanna-Barbera cartoons or whatever, you know, with like the legs moving really quickly and then them like skedaddling yeah. away. And like, uh, we'll talk in like another episode, but the whole sequence at the end of the Halloween episode felt like the Scooby-Doo going in and out of doors thing almost. It just had like this interesting charm to it and i also thought that there was like pretty good tension on their like job like with the prison thing and everything like i think they did a good job of balancing the comedic bits with the serious nature of invading a prison you know i don't know i I did really enjoy the episode though i thought it was good yeah i enjoyed the way that it was kind of like an intro to the world showing us that While not necessarily like a hard sci-fi world, it's pretty grounded overall, apart from like the copious amount of destruction that the dirty pair bring with them whenever, you know, they do anything, which is why they're called the dirty pair instead of the lovely angels. Um, Copious is a good word here. It's it's ridiculous how much shit that they destroy. Yeah. (laughs) They are so bad at their job. It reminded me of uh, Trigun in that way, where like... Vash's whole thing is that he just makes like a copious amount of like property damage and that's why he's being hunted down at the start is because the insurance adjusters are looking for him to pay his fucking bill. (laughs) I can see that being an issue in like the main series or something like that because from what I understand in the main series they do have development where they stop like utterly decimating things every time by the end of the 26 episodes. So maybe for the two core next year, I'll recommend (laughs) pretty fair. I I think a more apt thing than Trigun is if you've seen the other guys. Oh yeah. This is, that's sort of what this reminds me of because you have like (laughs) the buddy cops and they're like bad at their job, but like charming and also destroy everything. I could see the explosion bit in that happening in this, right? Like, yeah, (laughs) <laughs> where they try to look good or something while walking away and they just hit the deck. Um, 
I, but that's I, sort of the tone. Go ahead, Pete. I think this is the episode where they they show like that in two different scenarios, they're responsible for something like a quarter of a million deaths and injuries or something like that. It's like <laughs> these, they are terrible at their job. <laughs> like, yeah. One time they, they blown up a weather satellite, a weather control satellite at least twice. And the one time they talked about it, they said that it was ravaged with uh, gigantic typhoons for over oh, seven yeah, months. That's oh, yeah. They, yeah. They, they're like flying away and they're, they're like, like whoopsies. Yeah, it's like, wait, that thing we destroyed was a weather satellite? Ooh, and then you just see the planet with all of these, like, clouds forming. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> yeah, but at least they put down that evil religion doctor or Wizard of Oz looking thing. Yeah, they stopped the cult, which had brought peace to the world. Uh, yeah, nefarious Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I appreciated that episode. I guess we're skipping around a little bit, but... um. I don't know who gives a shit. Yeah, who, who, who can, we're the dirty trio or whatever. How many of us are there? Four. Four. Yeah. Okay. We're the the dirty quadruple, as I said in the intro. Were they... Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, in that Over. episode, I I liked how they took like little bits from every religion and like kind of made fun of them. You know, like they made fun of like Christianity, Judaism, and Islam all all at once with that. You know, rather than like picking on one specific. What one. What I liked about that bit was when they, they were doing like the stereotypical like. Like your religion can't stand up to science, and he was just like, "My religion is based in science," and they were just yeah. like, <laughs> "Yeah, they were like, uh, okay, well, we still have to stop you." <laughs> like, yeah. well, he's like, "Yeah, I can, I just control all of the science in the world, so yeah. that means I'm God, you know." Whatever. Yeah, it's like, I, yeah, this is a science-based religion. <laughs> it's just like, and I just okay. loved that it was like a record scratch. <laughs> Yeah. Feels like a fucking like Aqua Teen Hunger Force villain or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I like- yeah it, it did when he was chasing that right with like the big the glowing thing. Yeah, there was almost like a moment like again like not Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but like it felt Scooby Doo like to me. He's like chasing them. He's scary. They like demask him or whatever. He's a, a horrible robot thing or whatever. But like it was cool. I liked it. It's not a vibe I get from a lot of anime. Yep. So. Can we- can we talk about the stormtrooper aim in this series? I like let's not let's not discredit stormtroopers because they were like literally running from hails of bullets the entire time. Like I guess it's kind of implied they have battle damage because at one point we see Yuri patching K up after they've never been bloodied or anything like they, that. They should have died many times, and and like I, it's not even like. Oh, they were getting blaster lasers shot at them. So maybe it was bullets. It was bullets and lasers, both of them at different times. And it was just like, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> there's a difference between like suspending your disbelief and just being like, how did they, like, what was the point of having? Well, I guess the thing is, like, there never felt like there was a real threat to them, like, just not succeeding at what they were doing because they never, like, got shot. They, like, they're the threats to themselves. Yes, thing. for sure. But I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I feel like in like I, a comedy, like it's not so they're not supposed to like get shot by bullets. Like it's almost irrelevant in a type of way where it's just supposed to be for fun. Like it's obviously comedic that they're matrixing all these bullets every time that they're in a fight. And yeah, it's it's definitely meant to more be on like the cartoony side. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. We're used to an anime nowadays. Yeah. There's what when we get to the episode, I want to talk about it, but. Um, I mean, there's even bits where they're like wiggling to like 
do- you know what I mean? Like dodge bullets yeah. or whatever. It's just oh, there's, like yeah. there's an explosion like five feet away, but they jumped, so it's cool. Like like Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, which is like again, which is why it reminds me of like those old yeah. Western like Looney Tunes sort of deal. Yeah, you know, and like cause like other when people need to get shot, right? Like when anyone else gets shot at, they get shot with like one bullet and they're just like, oh and yeah. they die. And mm-hmm. like, you know, but they're like, I mean, there's a point where uh, Yuri is like flanked on almost a perfectly flat slope and she's like leaning back to dodge bullets and it's like nothing is hiding her (laughs) (laughs) like that was the one point where i i like i mean i laughed at it and i was like that's just so ridiculous right like Mm -hmm. that's that's not i mean i thought it was funny from like uh how could you possibly miss all of those times you couldn't. It would be impossible. Yeah. Which I guess I would say, Pat, like places I could see it hurting are like episode, was it nine? With the red eyes of death or whatever. Yeah. So like when you have... The Vietnam episode. Yes. When you have the Vietnam episode, then like, yeah, I, I actually would agree that like, I think it maybe takes a little way from it because that episode is supposed to be more suspenseful and they are dodging stuff insanely while every all the red shirts get their brains exploded. But for episodes like, let's say, the Halloween one, episodes that are more comedic in their nature, I didn't mind the bullet barrage thing that much at all. One of the worst thing ever. It was just like, all right, it would be nice to see that they, like, uh, just every time they got shot at, it was just like, eh. I was just impressed they never, like, battle damaged their outfits to make them naked. I was shocked by that. I was was (laughs) genuinely, I, I, I expected that to happen. Honestly, every, every episode, apart from like the overt fan service of the outfit, there wasn't like a ton of like zooming in on their ass apart from one egregious scene with a ladder where we watched them climbing down a ladder. Like, like we're just staring <laughs> or, or like when a scene, up at them or when a scene would like start with them walking into frame like it was. Oh, it wasn't a black screen you were looking at. It was their ass, you know, like shit like that would happen occasionally, too. There was a, there was enough fan service, but it wasn't like so obnoxiously bad. Like, like what are you guys are talking about? It's like the old school, like hidden fan service, I guess, rather than the. You it's know, like it's oh, oh, her tits are out. Like, oh, ha, ha. it's just like it's not fan service. He is watching like a halftime show or something yeah. like that. That cheerleaders yeah. remind me of, like Faye Valentine it. from like Bebop or something like that, where it's like Ooh. she's dressed, you know, pretty fan servicey but like that's not the point of bebop or her character like what was mm-hmm. yeah what was interesting because like kayla would always say those outfits but what was interesting to me is when they were not at work they like dressed relatively conservatively like yeah, yeah. Uh, from um, what i understand the ova like the original series has a lot of like slice of life moments of them like living together and stuff like that and being friends and the ova cuts out literally all of yeah. that they mentioned so that's, they, that's kind of what we're missing there they, they mentioned yuri's room is dirty i'm like i want to see what her room looks like I'm like i want to see that <laughs> moment where you know they they trash each other's room or their taste or something like that mm-hmm. should we talk about episode two because i don't know if that's everyone's favorite episode but i think it's one of the best episodes of the series since we're talking the, like the beginning uh mm-hmm. batch uh, that we got like all these different pop culture references with like the Disney characters. We got the T, the Terminator Two robot being uh, like the villain, and I I thought the ending of how you know they're fighting this robot with like missile launchers and shit, and that doesn't work, but fireworks is the solution. I thought that was like really fucking silly, and I had a great time with this episode. Yeah, uh, the buff Snow White 
which honestly buff women in this is something that will kind of just go like be a running theme for me but the buff snow white lives rent free in my head not for the same reason as the next buff lady we'll talk about later on <laughs> i love that she had like seven dwarf henchmen and whatnot that was super dope. that was great yeah i i really enjoyed this episode um i like the background art in this episode a lot it was cool that it was like in a city for the most part like pretty lively you know like I yeah. like the contrast between the like darkness of the background with the pop of the like city lights and Halloween decorations and costumes and stuff like that. Broadening for a second, that is something that the show does well, is that like there was a pretty good diversity of settings in this that was just like sort of impressive for like an 80s hand drawn. I don't know if they're reusing things from like the show or whatever, but like that's the city, the different space stations, like all of they didn't reuse a lot of assets in this. I felt like settings wise or anything like everywhere was pretty unique. Which yep, I, thought was cool. I agree. I really liked that episode. I liked the Alice in Wonderland people. Like I thought that was fun. And I liked how like they accidentally stopped all those crimes. None of that crime stopping was intentional. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I thought that sort of played into their bit pretty well. I, I'd like to see those again. Those people again, those villains come back in the, the sequel. The the dirty dust pears. <laughs> the pears. <laughs> I don't I'm I was indifferent about this episode. I'm not that attached to Disney, like at all. I, I don't care about I, I only care about Disney because it's Star Wars, honestly. And even that, it's like eh, whatever. So like it was cool to get the references. And I also never seen Terminator. I've never seen like half of the shit they were referencing. I knew of it, but I was kind of just like eh about it, you know? Like I didn't mm-hmm. care. Um, wasn't bad. I thought some of the jokes were funny, like the dwarves. the The dwarf bit was good. That was that was clever. But outside of that, I, I had no attachment emotionally to this episode. Yeah, uh, anyway. I understand like the apprehension with that. It was definitely a pretty like I'd say the series overall. From what I understand, it, it's pretty pop culture heavy in a lot of it respects. So, like with our generation, there might be some things that are kind of lost on that because it is pop culture references from like the eighties or late seventies or whatever, you know? So I could definitely see how that might be somewhat of a barrier of entry for some of the stuff or for some people rather with uh, some of the references. But for me personally, like, you know, I haven't seen any of the Terminators movies either, but through osmosis, I kind of got what was going on. So like, it didn't really super affect my enjoyment of it too much to have not like seen the property or whatever personally, but I could see how it would for somebody else. T2 is a fantastic movie. It still holds up. Um, honestly, maybe I'll just go on an Arnold binge at some point. <laughs> Watch Arnold Jingle all the way during Christmas. Uh, yeah. Watch and twins. And twins. Um, and, and, like, have you seen um, Predator? Of course. What do you welcome to what do you say, Arnold? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think <laughs> that's for it. Arnold, yes. <laughs> well, um, what have we got, Arnie, on the pod? For I'll, what do you I'll say, DM Arnold? him. I got his number. Crazy. Okay, cool. We're doubling into politics now. <laughs> yeah, that's he's uh, a Republican uh, governor, by the way. Pete. Yeah, we, we, we have former, former. governor, <laughs> uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the first. He looks what just you... like Patrick Schwarzenegger. It's crazy. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger got married at my middle school's church. Fun fact. Wow. So, huh. him, him, a and, thing. him and JFK. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 
Well, okay. Any connection there? <laughs> I. They're both Catholic. Trying to edit in that. Oh wait, I think he married a cousin. Arnold originally married like a Kennedy cousin Kennedy or something cousin. like that. Oh, I thought you meant like his cousin, Maria Shriver, wasn't too. it? And that was just like the only place that would accept that is your middle school church is they'll marry cousins. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was it. That was the big reason I went there. Um, <laughs> we're on top of shit today, boys. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm loving it. Uh, <laughs> wait, is that it's, um, it's oh, McDonald's? No, oh, <laughs> uh, we're so on top of it today. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just that yeah. <laughs> like great, what's, great audio content <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> alright do you want to start do we need Cat to keep us on track is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On here? <laughs> <laughs> that's it what was, what was episode 4 I want to talk about episode 4 because this yeah. is one of my favorite things because throughout this entire series we mentioned before you know, they're in, like, gun battle, laser battles, melee fights with everybody like that. And the most they ever got their ass whooped were by five 11-year-old kids in mech suits. And I was like, that's when it was, like, okay for them to, like, kind of get beat up when it was kids doing the job. I thought that was so funny. I also like that it was, like, the kids that were running the whole situation, the, the war room simulation thing that they're having fun with was like they're all all their dads are like the f- important people so it's like no 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 we can't blow them up they're our kids but it's like if they were other kids we'd blow them up like yes we would do that but because they're our kids <laughs> we can't do that i'm like oh okay okay and so when, when they're having like the discussion with them yuri and Kay is just like let's just kill them <laughs> and they're like no let's not do that they're our kids they're like oh they're your kids okay <laughs> i I thought this was maybe the worst episode, but like, I thought there were some really fun moments in this. I, I liked this. Episode. So one, I liked that they're. Oh my god. Okay. So my favorite bit in American Dad is <laughs> <laughs> is the scene where they're in heaven and someone pulls a gun from an angel and is like, "This is a heaven gun. It can kill anyone." And then like someone's like, "Why do we have those? Why? Why did we make those?" And that was like the same thing with it. They they're like. If they fire this weapon, not only will the planet be destroyed, but the entire fabric of the universe will like. It's like, why did you build this? Yeah. Why did anyone make this? <laughs> it was just so like I I really enjoyed it from that perspective, and then I liked the kids like I don't know being like I wish every show was anime right yeah. like I, I I like I thought that was fun I, I don't know it was like a little weird because they were just you know taking over shit for the hell of it but like I, I thought it was sort of like a charming episode in a lot of ways yeah felt like a uh, Futurama bit or something almost I enjoyed the episode pretty well I do agree with you on like the universe destroying uh, <laughs> button or whatever and it's like why is it just a button on the panel too like, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing that he accidentally hits yeah <laughs> it's, it's like the universe destabilizer or whatever it was called <laughs> like, that's how the um what's it called they were just predicting the large hadron collider there oh yes <laughs> of course <laughs> I think they did that in Spaceballs too, right? That's just like a giant red button that they accidentally press and they have to like evacuate the the, the ship before it explodes. Like, why did we install this? <laughs> Spaceballs is famously inspired by Dirty Pair. 
Is that true? Wouldn't surprise me. No, I don't know if it is, but it might be. Honestly, <laughs> it might have some elements to it. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, well, I mean, look, we were looking at the VN cover, and the rings they use in Spaceballs look just like these laser swords that the, the girls shorts? have yeah. on the cover. <laughs> yeah. um, I can't think of any other piece of media that Spaceballs that might inspire. have been inspired by. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, is there any... I think Smash Bros. has laser uh, swords in it. Oh, that's a good point. Good it does. Point. Yeah, it was really good in Smash 1, like 64. <laughs> it was... Really yeah, there's good. a lot of combos with that shit. Yeah. yeah. Kirby does this down B move that K also does in episode 5. I was like, yeah, I got that reference. <laughs> oh, she turns into a rock. That was, <laughs> that was wild, right? <laughs> Uh, Kirby used to be so good. Rest in peace, uh, my yeah. pink little friend. Yeah, he's okay. He was gunned down in the streets of Rio. <laughs> Jesus! Did he, he uh, came to Brazil and found out the hard way? Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's tough. Yep. Uh, episode Sifado. episode five had the gambling episode, which had one of the coolest gambling yes! games ever where i'm like this should be a real thing like it doesn't have to be shooting an asteroid at a planet or whatever like just like the grid system on how you could like bet it's like it's like a combination of like roulette and some other like fun activity that you could do while waiting to see where the meteor lands i was like this is fucking gas this is so cool <laughs> To show show the difference between Pete and I, I was much less excited for the gambling and much more like it's so cool that they're shooting asteroids into this abandoned oh, planet. I was like, all in on the um, gambling, baby. Because especially how they I, set it up, where it's like they they like let her win in order for her to like lose more down the road. I'm like, yes, that's what gambling does to you. Don't gamble, kids. It's a it's a trap. I was like, that's such I, a great representation of gambling. I love that. This podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. No, yes. <laughs> hey, Miles, what's your parlay the next Sunday? <laughs> yeah. I like the Seahawks minus three and plus four. <laughs> hey, yo, it's the J, fa- the J Factor parlay of the week. is a 19-leg parlay. <laughs> Guaranteed to make your money back, asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> Use promo code WDYSA. Or two hundred dollars in bonus bets. I like Justin Fields plus one. Existential <laughs> breakdown. <laughs> Existential crisis. Plus one plays from scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, imagine he like tears his ACL tomorrow or something. Oh no, this, that this happened with Aaron Rodgers. They had plus or minus one passing yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he didn't get it. Didn't no, no. It. Well, I was just well, more thinking like a week from now when this airs or two weeks. Oh, from now, yeah. Too, yeah. Like how how awful that would be if he somehow got injured before this. It'd be like yeah, it was so terrible what happened to uh, Patrick Mahomes' pinky toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I can't honestly, and I can't believe what Taylor Swift did about it. Insane. Um, She's the one who did it in the first. Who place. knew she well, had that I, tattoo on her <laughs> neck the whole time? We never saw it. Damn. You heard it here, post, folks. Yeah, that's also, what our anime fans come here for: hard hitting yeah. NFL yeah. inside least, joke. At, yeah, the, the the highlight of that day though was the Mac Jones legacy game, though, like that. Yes, that yes, one, sure. You'll get it right one week, pal. <laughs> well, <laughs> technically, last week's was a legacy game. So it, true. It, if if it ends up being his legacy, so. <laughs> 
We Maybe. count it. <laughs> put, count it, it. In, put it on the board. Smish. Put it on the draft board. The DraftKings board. There we go. And that was right. the what do you say anime parlay of the week. Yes, yes. I'll make this a YouTube short or something like that. And then get the clicks. We All like right. the, the plus on the Taylor Swift felonies. Yes, me too. <laughs> All right. Re- coming back to the actual show. Um, yes. I did like how they made like the guest main character or whatever this one, like this Kung Fu master who's like super disciplined. And, you know, usually these people are like depicted as like um like minimalist and they're devoted to like their their martial arts but like he's just a crippling gambler and i thought that was such a great use of like polar opposites in that type of scenario and then he just defeats them by doing his rock punching move to the machine and just breaks up like no that machine was so cool how could you oh yeah this was a really fun episode yeah i thought thought the game was Kind of dumb though, no, right? I'm no. not the scientist here. Um, no, no, it's no, cool no. in it's cool in concept, <laughs> but like if it's a gun that shoots asteroids, wouldn't yeah. they just generally speaking get sucked to the exact same place? On you, you no, could they, do the, so the you grid could changes do, and yeah, the grids random. <laughs> so you could do random like spin on it. Like yes. I mean, I don't know how the fucking Gatlin gun that the asteroid shoots out of works, right? But like different size asteroids, you can like randomly orient it doesn't show them doing this mind you but if you're right. shooting it magnetically you can like change how that works too they have flying like, cars they can figure this out a bowling ball or something like that like you, you are correct it, you could shoot if, you, dr- if you were to drop if you were to drop a bowling ball down a a, a slope it, it's space a hundred times it would it would go the exact same yeah place but space times. it's an anime so it doesn't matter yeah, you. I you, guess that you, was my question. Was like, yeah, like how you does could, that game you work? Could, you could randomize it, right? There are ways to do that. It just mm-hmm. depends how they're firing it and like how the planet works and like it, the orientation of the planet to the space station that's following. You know, mm-hmm. so Maybe that planet is just fucking huge. You are correct that if it was like exactly the same and nothing was moving in everything, then like it would do the same thing every time, which would be really boring. Or there'd be um, a really significant pattern, I guess. Even if you do randomize yeah. it a little bit, wouldn't there still be the pattern? They kill the people who find that pattern out. <laughs> it, well, yeah, or they, apparently they put fucking shit. Well, it's important to note that yeah. like it is controllable. Like you are right that it's predictable because they yeah. control it, right? Like they determine where to shoot it in order. So like, that's part of it. Like the reason, like, that's a good point. Because was, the whole point really, was it was yeah. fixed. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> right. So that's, I guess that's what my, my point was, was that it's like, it'd be cooler if the game was like, well, I guess that that's why like the, the current the house games always that wins. Exist. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, this is basically Buffalo. <laughs> Whoa. You put some respect on Buffalo, my man. Trent's going to edit me out of existence. <laughs> He's going to add the Buffalo like, bonus <laughs> round. <laughs> we got the parlay, and now we get the Buffalo bonus round. Oh, the raging Buffalo or whatever? Buffalo! Uh, and then all yeah, the Buffaloes I lost, come. I lost $20 on that machine last time I went. Uh, ah, I won it's all your guys, so well. worked out yeah. great. <laughs> We're still up, baby. Yeah, we are. <laughs> So I bought you a pizza. So yeah, you're, you're right. You did. You're you never bought me. You never bought me one. I bought so. you dinner for your birthday. True. Fair <laughs> enough. You, got well, you me never there. bought me a so. pizza. I offered it in Discord, and only Pat took up the offer. Can I take up the offer? No, it is passed. You have to wait for the next time I go to Vegas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the best part was it wasn't even pizza. It was Korean fried chicken. Baby. Whatever Let's works. Go. 
Yeah. Wait, you owe me money. I said pizza. <laughs> oh, I, I requested 20 bucks. That's all. That's all. And right. So you, only, you didn't pay for full. You didn't pay for all of it. All right, actually. cool, cool, cool. Episode five, I guess. I don't know. That was like, that, that was episode five. Oh, you're right. Bro, so, six, the wedding. Yeah, well, I, oh, like I love this that episode. episode. Me too. I did too. I liked it the whole time too, which I thought was fun. Um, did they make the guy? Did, so what did they say about the guy? Like, oh, well, this guy's like just your type, and she was like, ah, oh, no, I, I don't know. I would like someone with more muscle. Or something I thought they like did it really cool in this. Um, so in the beginning he's like, cause he's from the Island. And so he like offers the tour and she's like, I don't like aggressive guys. And he's like, okay, cool. I respect that. You know what? Next time I like playfully flirting, like next time I see you, I'll switch up my strategy wink. And she's like, Oh, that was kind of witty. And then they kind of played that up the next time that they meet in the city. Well, I guess the, he saves her from the, whatever the, the guards and the. You know, but like I thought it was like handled like really well and respectful and wait, yeah, because she was like, "Aren't you going to come with me?" And then he he was like, "I thought you didn't like forward guys." Yeah, like I wasn't going. You already told me off once, and yeah. she's like, "Well, I'm like kind of into you now." So yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was super well handled. Kay does say that she prefers a guy with more muscles, but that I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing. That's just her stating what she prefers. No, it's, right? She's not well, denigrating that, him necessarily. She's just saying, "Not my type." Hmm? No, I was just yeah. curious, like if the dub actually made shit up, like what we think it did, or, oh, or not. Oh. Like, like I don't know. That's all. Well, I think yeah, it was well, a well, for that one. Yeah, one of us will have to go and like check I've, the dub. Or I found it, so I'm going to check that out after we're done recording. Okay. I, I think yeah. that's like an overall thing for the show for me in general was like I was expecting like way more fan service, way more like dudes like oogling and ogling at them and stuff, but like with what they're wearing and stuff and along with the dialogue and i didn't i guess in the sub the dub apparently is completely different i thought the sub handled it like really well there's like one case where like the dude was like groping them but it turns out he was the fucking villain anyway so like it makes sense there's a couple of like one where k gets like so in episode nine or ten or whatever oh she's a waitress and then there's one where she's a waitress and she gets like groped too and they play that off like a little way that you want to play yeah. that off nowadays um i guess it doesn't but, happen i'm oh, sorry let me say this it does happen just not as much as i thought it was going to completely you thought it was going to be some master roshi yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah yeah lifting up skirts and touching spots did we ever mm-hmm. see their panties nope yeah nope. like it, it's well, they're basically just in they're yeah. basically in like panties that's a, a good bikini or something with. yeah yeah, that's a good point. You could okay. I'm relooking at these outfits. They're and, like um, <laughs> shorter than Daisy Dukes, more yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also they also randomly like their breasts just get bigger randomly in different shots and different angles in, in the show, <laughs> which is really dumb. I mean, again, it's just it's. I know it's anime, so it is what it is. But it's. I think like, that's like an. Oh, I almost felt like that was like I thought proportions on this like were pretty like not even just their boobs, right? Like lots of facial proportions and stuff were sort of off time to time. And I think, I think it's just sort of like we're watching an ONA from 1987. Maybe it wasn't the highest quality thing that was ever made. Like, I don't know. Um, uh, um actually, by the way, it's an OVA. Just so oh God. It's just saying, I don't know. We're an anime <sighs> podcast. We're professionals act like it. That's all. Um, <laughs> you know, but anyway, so back to the size of their chests. Like, you know, you're right. You're right. Like, let, let the pros handle this. Sorry. Miles. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I don't yeah, I agree though. It wasn't just that. It was like just randomly, like there were random shots that were kind of just funky. And I, was I just, just like, to, to put a perspective, I think this is funny. I noticed like the way that I noticed the boob thing is I was like, wow, K looks flatter here. Like I didn't notice their boobs getting bigger. I was like, oh, they're smaller than expected. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And to be fair, yeah, like it wasn't it, again, given the the cover, you would like Pete said earlier, you would expect it to be a hentai almost, right? Like like really you would and it wasn't that bad most of the time but it still did it like it, it, we can't pretend it didn't still do fan service and still and and like we're talking about now yeah but i don't think it's like a detractor for me like i'm not gonna remove points for it for being sexy or something like that at least they made them fucking 19 in the show <laughs> yeah they yeah. Insi- they kept insisting that they weren't old uh, well, it's, just they a, weren't- it's just like a nod to uh like classic sci-fi to have like scantily clad like warrior women or whatever you know like yeah like pulp sci-fi like right? yeah exactly like, yeah. yeah for yeah, better I or why they do that. i was just saying i wonder why why pulp sci-fi tends to do that or something you know it's almost like pays the bills yeah <laughs> no yeah they, again i i i overall thought it was good but i do remember especially in the middle of the show i noticed it more than than like the the last few episodes it wasn't as noticeable to me other than when they were actually being like you know, like like what you guys are talking about when when she was a waitress or when the guys were ruling her or something like shit like that would happen. But I don't know. That's not like bad. That's just stuff that happens. Right. It's terrible. It's annoying, mm-hmm. but it happens. Right. Like, I don't know. Uh, episode six was the fuck. That was, was the was wedding it? episode. That yeah. was the wedding. OK, so yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah, and we oh, just talked about that. Yes. Right. Right. Also, yeah. uh, shout out the old lady, Madam Beryl, who like threw some playing cards and sliced like six guys yep. throats on yep. their <laughs> way out. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then had a Tommy gun holding them down. I I did like that scene where he's like, wait, like, was this whole wedding an inside job? And then everyone just turns into a fucking ninja and like starts <laughs> taking people down. It's like everyone involved with the wedding. I also thought it was sweet that like, I don't know. I thought Yuri looked really nice in her wedding dress. Agreed. Like I thought yeah. that was, yeah. All the outfits in that episode were actually really nice. I liked their swimsuits a lot that they were wearing at the start there. Yeah, there was like the the two colored top one of them had that I remember being like that was a fun design choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kay had like a crazy ass like design swimsuit that I really liked as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Overall, the outfitting in the show is really well done. Yeah. It seems like I, I they for- put a lot of care into that. The, the gambling episode, I thought their outfits were sick too. Mm-hmm. Yuri's hot <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm a yuri guy personally yeah, i'm more of a k fan the k hairstyle does it for me yeah I, so i like that we're split two and two right. <laughs> um okay I, episode, uh, just, just trad jack uh, trad jacks or whatever in the northeast versus the, <laughs> yeah the yes midwestern exactly. fucking bimbo, bimbo bullshit what i don't know like there's a joke in there somewhere that i'm too lazy to come up with it's, I but, maybe i just mean it it's important to give this next episode to jay because his the true love of his life is in this one true um, <laughs> which is uh rigged ring revenge of the muscle lady yeah um, whenever i saw revenge of the muscle lady i was like oh hell yeah and honestly yeah sandra the bully that's all there is to say like they showed her like progress pics which were funny to me and like <laughs> I also found it funny that, like, her backstory was basically like, you guys suck dick at this. I'm good. Why did you pass and I did it? And then, like, they never have an answer for her, more or less. <laughs> no, they're like, just like, <laughs> sucks to suck. 
It's like that episode of uh, like The Simpsons where we meet that one, that guy who hates Homer Simpson. You know, Grimes. I really enjoyed that. And yeah, she was just muscular as fuck. At one point, she's wearing a shirt and she like just flexes and it turns into like tatters, like she's the oh, yeah. or some shit. And was I was her, kind of, her whole outfit. <laughs> I was hoping that Kay would take the steroids and then we'd have like a fight. I wanted to say that too. I thought the perfect punchline to that was her taking the steroids and then just still fighting her. Like, <laughs> thank, thanks for the steroids and then just beats the shit out of her because she's buff now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm glad someone else had that thought. I thought it was funny because I think the other day we were talking about like people who do gear and stuff in like real life and whether they're like natural or not. And then like they do like the before and after pictures and then like you can clearly tell when they're on gear. And then this one, like they do the before and after. It's like, yeah, they're on, they're taking roids. Like, I was like, literally talk, like, I was watching this about, I was like, do you think she's natty? <laughs> <laughs> Hard work and all that protein. You think she's natural? Yeah. For so, sure, uh, no. what's, uh, what's gear? Gear is like another steroids. word for steroids. It's slang okay, for steroids. Okay, okay, yeah. cool. Or like it's not just like I guess like testosterone, but it's the just like performance it's like, enhancing drugs. Yeah, yeah, for 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 me as somebody who's like getting more into like fitness and finding out that like everybody that I watch on YouTube is taking gear, it's like oh everybody is just fucking liars. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> They're all doing it for cloud. I'm like, oh, I learned something today. And then it just happened to be like this episode was like about that too. I'm like, oh, this is fitting. <laughs> I, yeah. I uh, I really liked what they called the steroid too. What did they call it in the hustle? Uh, hustle. Yeah, hustle. Yep. Which was hard the, muscle, aka hustle. Huge muscle, I thought, is what they said in the dub, maybe. I, I don't know. Either way, it was fun. Like, I thought that was a clever, clever name for a steroid. Someone should use that trademark. Yeah. Yeah, whenever I get my FDA approval, that's what we're going to name it. Perfect. We'll sponsor this podcast, too. Everybody's just going to show up to the podcast. <laughs> we're jacked. We're gambling. <laughs> um, we're all at, like, stand-up desk, and you can't even see our faces. Yeah. It's just, like, our swollen torsos and arms. And we're eating, like, Japanese treats, too, because that, <laughs> oh, yeah. that somehow comes along. And, and there we go. Fantastic. Uh, did anybody else appreciate that whenever they were fighting and Kay did her 37 foot long vertical jump to the ceiling, they had like a gigantic cross for Sandra just hanging from the ceiling. For yes. Sandra. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Onto it, swing on like a fucking wrestler. Yeah. She'd be an insane WWE diva. Like, yeah, she would. Damn. R.I.P. China, huh? <laughs> she felt like a little it's like the. Like the whole, their characters felt a little inspired by like wrestling stuff, like K especially, yeah. right? Like I, I, I haven't watched a lot of wrestling, but, but I, I got that vibe from her mm -hmm. generally. Mm -hmm. I will also say this: this is the highest rated episode on IMDb. <laughs> We're out here. Rigged ring, revenge of the muscle lady. Correct. <laughs> There's dozens I, of us. Is a woman's spirit the beauty in the ring? Question mark. <laughs> There's more than dozens of you, Jay. <laughs> There's at least dozens of dozens. <laughs> I have multitudes. Oh, goodness. Okay, so the next one I really enjoyed because it was a murder mystery, which is uh, the one where they like try to solve. Well, one, I was like really concerned when the episode was like, this girl is older than us. And it was like this little child from the like preview. Just like, I was just like, oh no, what's going to happen? I hope it doesn't just get weird all of a sudden. And it 
didn't. Um, <laughs> so props to this show. Well, it got weird um, the, in a different way. Did it? Well, she was able to escape the arms of an armed kidnapper by doing two somersaults. <laughs> yes. Okay, but that was hilarious. Yeah, it was, was, like, it was fantastic. It was just weird in its own way. <laughs> okay, I, I thought you meant weird as in, like, weird. So. Oh, no, no, no. Um, just weird as in, like, yeah. ta-da! Uh, you, know, but I really, yeah. you know Hina Matsuri, when she, like, comes out of the, the coffin, she's like, ah! You know what I'm talking about? Am I yeah. the only one? I, I don't remember. Damn it. Okay, no, never mind. Bad bad joke, that JPEG. Continue. Okay, so I I like this episode because I liked Kay's arc during it. And then, like, I liked Tia, who's, like, the girl. Like, I thought the somersault thing was so... I don't know why. I just thought it was so funny. Where she was, like... I forget exactly what she says, but she's basically just like, Tia, like, do your secret maneuver. And then she just somersaults twice. Yep. And it, like, yeah, st- stops the bad guy. <laughs> and then they keep having her somersault. <laughs> Various parts throughout the rest of the episode, which I thought was great. I thought it was kind of dumb that they bothered trying to save that guy. Like, that was, like, really nice, but, like, for sure, just scramble up that thing. Uh, <laughs> just like I'm not trying to save you with like this thing's barely hanging on. This felt like a Star Trek episode to me almost. Yeah, it, yeah, it did. That's a good. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, where they like stumble upon like this this like derelict spaceship. Yeah, that has like yeah. one person who's like in cryo sleep, and they like bring them back. And they have to go and solve what happened to their ship. Honestly, if you told me that that was a Star Trek episode, I would believe you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like talking to my partner Simone, who's like a pretty big Star Trek fan. I was like, have they ever done this plot in Star Trek actually? Like it feels like it would have gotten done. (laughs) Yeah. I like this episode quite a bit as well. Um I did find it funny that when they went to visit like her dad's student, whenever he was like, That's my stu my teacher's daughter, can I take care of her? (laughs) And they're like, uh no, oh, we'll have to get back to you on that. And it's like, yeah. bro, like, why the fuck would they ever let you? And he's like, damn it. And he like, got away like, again. The, the camera like zooms in on him and it's like, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> um, did, did you guys think that the microchip with the dog was going to be, I thought it was going to help her speak or something? But it turns out she was actually just really quiet because of all the trauma, which I will say makes perfect sense. But I just thought that like she did see 800 people get murdered. Yeah, no, she did. Well, no, she only saw one person get murdered because she was in her bed when the other 800 people got murdered. But so, yeah. So she only saw her dad get shot. Oh, well, then actually, you know what? She needs to get over it thinking about (laughs) it. Which is pretty traumatizing. But yeah, I agree with Jay. Get over it. (laughs) Children are too soft in the future. This is the future liberals want. Spitting. <laughs> That's a joke for the listeners. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> Just making yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, I liked, I mean, the mystery part wasn't exactly hard to figure out. <laughs> um, they did nefariously like zoom in on that guy's face. This is basically like, the erased mystery. Is that what it okay? Yeah, that's um, how they do it in erased. Um, and then he's like, Drat, my attempt to murder this child once again has failed. <laughs> <laughs> so but I, I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I thought it had like really cool tropes and stuff. Like I'm a sucker for an abandoned spaceship like that. Yep. Like I think that's so cool. 
Okay, so next is the Vietnam episode. This one I personally thought was probably my least favorite episode. Agreed. Uh, um, I didn't like it that much. Was. I didn't like it it's that much besides like the okay. ending. What was the ending? Remind like me. whenever he like takes off the fucking grenades off his back and kills those two dudes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. They have like like and then at the end they show up in space in like mech suits. And personally, I would have yes. put like a killer guitar solo over them, like meeting the guy, like as they like raise the thing up. But like it was whatever, like it was pretty cool. I like. I that will say that ending was cool, and I liked their mech suits. They like had kind of cat vibes to them, like mm-hmm. little like ears or whatever, and they were like gold, which I thought was neat. There was a lot of cool like suits in this, like mecha suits and stuff. They had like the alien suit in the next one, where they're like busy being Ridley. Um, for the space truckers. The name of that next episode is a banger too. I don't know if you saw it. It was like, "Don't listen to the bad guys. We'll be space truckers." So, <laughs> <laughs> the Dirty Pair fandom wiki says that it's called "Evil Speaks for Itself." Space truckers. Oh. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Let's say YouTube is right. Because <laughs> yeah. why not? Anybody can edit Wikipedia compared to po- posting a YouTube video. Exactly. No one. No one can. Well, actually, I mean that it was an official YouTube post, right? Yeah, so. it is the official Nozomi version of the dub. So we'll see. All right. Uh, do we want to move on to the final episode then? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Which space is space truckers. Space truckers. That was fun. I liked the. Uh, I like that the trucker, like the statue of levitation saying, I thought that that was a funny little bit that they were like, yeah, we're being good people because we think you're a good person. And so we're going to pretend that the statue of limitations apply or, or we're going to use that as an excuse to not take you in. And then you find out like a scene later that they're arguing and they're like, wait a minute, we were supposed to take that guy in. Why didn't we? You know, like we could, we should have done it. Like, you know, because... It, it was just dumb. It, it was a very good bit, though. Like that—that that got me laughing pretty hard. Because um, the guys just sitting there, like, "Yeah, damn, those girls are nice," and they're sitting there, like, "Fuck, we should have taken this like, guy in. What are we doing?" Okay, my thing about it is, though, is okay. So he just admits to killing one person. Maybe he's killed more. But do they have any room to bring this man in who saved their <laughs> lives because he's killed one person after they caused like typhoons that? for seven months and blew up a planet and like caused terrorist acts in a city and blew up that rocket ship and you know their list of various like crimes like do our heroes really have anything that they can like do they have the moral high ground here or is it wow (laughs) yeah well well they they can get away with anything they want they're the they're they're whatever if you consider that they're the protagonists well that and (laughs) And three w they're part of three wa three wa right yeah it sounds like a rapping group right like it sounds like we're like a boy band yeah one of those two things (laughs) no it'd be three women alive that's what it would be be a middle-aged mom three white angels Mm. that goes that would be sketchy yeah but anyways they the world welfare works okay. um, <laughs> yeah thank you uh, <laughs> now I'm getting it too um, it's my no, healthiest I, week of all time so 
Well, it's just like, I don't know. I think that they were well within their realms of, uh, yeah, they were protected by the law because they were law abiding agents of the law rather yeah, than, it's, rather than like, self-defense, which you have to prove in a... If the National Guard shot a rocket at like my town's water purification plant and blew it up, I would want the person who shot the rocket to be like held responsible but what if that rocket was spill like or not rocket what if that purification pump was about to put cyanide into the water system and then it would have yeah. ruined your well we water we for- don't know if that's what happened with the first weather thing they, they <laughs> fucked up. It could have just been like they backed into it or something like that it also could have been cyanide who knows you know True. Who what, knows? What, do you, what do you think it says on the report jay yeah also, <laughs> bin Laden drink water once from what i heard Oh, so. yeah, I should stop drinking water then. Mm. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. you know what? Who knows? Maybe actually the under underneath that sat a satellite, that satellite that they destroyed, maybe Saddam Hussein was hiding underneath it. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh. It, there you go. Oh. That, now we figured it out. That's definitely what. The, what we're OK, much, fine. Much like the submarine I'm here for. Uh, <laughs> so my favorite part of this episode was when the rest of the truck drivers decided that they are going to fight back. There's a scene where they're overlooking space and it's blank. And then all of the truck drivers like rise up from below. And then it's like, Oh, they're about to attack the ship. And so I was expecting lasers and stuff like that, but then their machines just take their cargo and just throw it at the ship. And I thought that was such a fun way to attack a ship. Just like, Yo, fuck you with your own shit. Like, let's go. I thought that was, oh, that was such a fun little combat episode of just subverting my expectations of not lasers, but let's just throw, you know, shipping containers at a ship and see what happens. Because I guess you'll fuck up a ship, but yeah, this this episode was a lot of fun. Yeah, this might be my favorite episode. I'm trying to think. It's up there. I'm surprised you don't like the adopted child one. I do like it. There's there's only like like I like. Every like, there's no bad episode. I thought. Um, I think that we can all agree that so the episodes do somewhat blend together because of the lack of slice of life and uh, recurring characters and stuff. The episodic nature of it, I guess you might mm-hmm. say, adds on to it. If the original series is any better of that, it might be the case where at the end of the pod, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'd recommend if you want to watch this i'd probably recommend the original series i think just because of that but this would be a good way to get a taste of it to see yeah. if you're kind of into it i think agreed i i, I think like it is, i think like 10 episodes was like perfect if we had more of like the same formulaic stuff i think it could get old but like 10 episodes i thought it was just like a great ending point and it was just like a very fun ride yeah i would have liked a little bit more like characterization between the two yep Agreed. Just because we can, we we can like understand their background. Like they're like f- kind of friends. They're kind of like sister esque, I guess. And they're coworkers, and they butt heads. But like, you know, at the end of the day, there's like one scene where like Yuki lost her eyes, so then K had to be the eyes. But then K couldn't use her arms, so then Yuki had to be the arms. And like you know, they still work together and, and stuff. Whatever happens, but I, they theory. just seemed like silly 19 year olds who just butt heads sometimes and it was really fun mm-hmm. alright you want to do closing thoughts then let's do it alright oh, I need to update the spreadsheet <laughs> yes there you go alrighty uh, well Miles before you update the spreadsheet 
yes closing thoughts and your final score i enjoyed the show i thought it was a lot of fun i thought it was refreshing from what well, we don't really watch probably just because of like the age difference or whatever but like it was neat um i had a lot of fun with it and i would recommend it i liked the sound design i liked the music in it a lot i liked the character design i thought the two main leads were pretty fun and charismatic there's not like a lot of depth there as we've mentioned and there aren't a ton of reoccurring characters either um but i think it's a good enough time to enjoy so like again i would recommend it i'm going to give it an eight out of ten eight out of ten Alrighty, uh jay what about you yeah overall i really enjoyed this i think that it's a pretty fun ride um i do wish that there was a bit more depth specifically between the two main characters like i think some slice of life moments in downtime uh, would have really helped to kind of show the differences between the two because like you get a hint that you know they butt head because of how they butt heads that they are different people who want to handle things in different ways. But I feel like this series of OVAs doesn't really do that good of a job of showing that is my main issue. And I think that getting to see like the office character, like their office support, like the inventor and their boss and Madame Barrel and stuff, I think that that would have been a more interesting route than, you know, they're just running into the missions every time like it's some kind of like radio play or something like that. So originally I think I was on an eight like this with miles, but for now I think I want to give this a seven and I want to go and watch the original series. And then maybe my score will go either up or down depending on how good the original series is. Cause I want to compare it. Fair enough. All right, Pete, what about you? Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching the show. I really enjoyed the chemistry between the two. I think that's kind of like what makes or breaks these styles of show. Same thing with like Momentic and Licorice. If you really enjoyed the chemistry between those two and Licorice, you probably really enjoyed that show. Same thing with Dirty Pair. Uh, their chemistry was fantastic. I feel like they could have done a lot, and I would have fun like doing whatever that they would do. That's kind of, was kind of hoping that there was like slice of life stuff, but we just got like the pure solve the whatever job for the day type of style, which was which was perfectly fine. Uh, good comedy. I laughed a decent amount watching this, and they didn't overly do the fan service, which I was a little shocked by, just because it was made in 87, and things weren't the same back then. So, uh, that being said, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Would recommend it. I'm gonna give it it's a solid 8. 8 out of 10. Alrighty. Lastly, my, uh, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it enough. I, I'm not I'm probably the, the most down on it out of the, the four of us, but that doesn't mean I, I hated it. I really did enjoy, like everyone else has said, the chemistry between Yuri and Kay is really good. I do wish we explored it more. Uh, I kind of wish I knew what Moogie did, you know, other than drive a car. Like, I, I again, I get it. I get it. He's the mascot. He's the what's what's the guy's name in Eva, like Pangu or whatever pen his pen. name was. Pen Pen. Pen Pen. Um, <laughs> Shinji, yeah, the bland bitch protagonist. Yeah, like I don't know. I wish that we did had more of them or or whatever. Uh, I also did. I think they do it more in the earlier episodes, like like Jay was saying with the office workers and stuff being relevant. I thought that that was really fun. I liked their boss, like the dynamic that they had with their boss. Um, Does the pills like he's having a heart attack yeah. every time he talks to them? Yeah, exactly. Like it's it was really funny. I I thought that that like those bits were better than a lot of the. I don't know the jokes that 
fell flat for me for the most part. I would not say I hated it. Like, yeah, most of the jokes were just like, eh, to me. So I, it, it was, the comedy wasn't hitting. So the show wasn't hitting at all times for me, but when it was hitting, it was very good. So I think a seven out of 10 is a completely fair score for it. I could see why people would give it an eight. Don't, and the art was really sick too. Like it, it, I always like the vintage art styles. Um, even though it dropped in quality at times, it was still cool. You know, like the vintage look is, is always fun. So, uh, yeah, so doing some really hard math right now yeah, with, two really hard eights, math for you. with two eights and two sevens, we average out to a 7.5 overall rating uh, for us for the Dirty Pair OVA. On Mal, it's at a 7.09 or a 7.1. So that's only 2,700 users, though. So I wonder uh, what it would be if more people had seen it. You know, like it seems low to me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, all right. Uh, I guess that wraps up our discussion on the Dirty Pair OVA. Miles, what are we watching for Miles Week? That was the it's, last week we voted on. It's Miles Week. Um, yeah, so we had a pretty tight race. In third place, we had Asteroid in Love. Um, in second place, we had the Time Machine Blues. Ooh. And in first place, we have Orisuke. Nice. So we will... Uh, be diving into some uh, Orisuke for Miles Week. I'm excited to watch it. And it was we my are watching the OVA. Week, so. We confirmed it's a little more Under- than normal, but it can. I think it's worth it because it concludes the story. And I, it's one. It's like one episode. I think it's like an. Hour. I think the OVA is like an hour, but it. We get a full conclusion to the story with the OVA. I think it's definitely worth it. Okay. It's it's Jay like will, Jay will remember that. Okay. If I ever want to put like a sixteen episode thing in or something like that, <laughs> they, they get it. We we occasionally allow them. It, you just have to finagle it. You need yeah. to use some some yeah. verbiage. <laughs> well, it was established last week too when it was nominated. Um, but I'm excited because I love this show. I think it's fucking hilarious, and I think it's like tongue in cheek enough that Miles will love it too. Uh, about like the very stupid things that it does, but it's also just it's a fun <laughs> show. Benchkun, baby. Oh, Benchkun, I can't wait. best girl. Or Sunchan. Yeah. It's going to be close. Sunchan is probably my best girl. So, uh, so yeah. All right. I guess we're going with uh, Oreski. So then uh, to stay in theme following up on that, we are nominating shows for Spooky Season. You know, it's ooh, spooky, spooky, whatever. Halloween coming up. So, yeah, let's nominate shows for Halloween episode. Miles. Do you have a show ready? Because I know I don't. <laughs> sure, I do. I'm going to go a li- little weird, I think. Uh, this is drama, horror, romance, supernatural themes, gore, psychological, visual arts. So I'm going to do uh, The Portrait of Petite Cosette, which is like a three-part OVA series. Each episode is about 30, 40 minutes long. Ooh. I have heard people say that it's good, but also who the hell knows? So <laughs> I've also heard people say it's bad. Yeah, and it's not rated highly on Mal, so I'm curious about it. So I, I figured I would nominate it. All right, uh, Pete, what have you got? I think I have nominated this like three or four times in the past, but I'm going to nominate an, also like Miles, a three-parter. Uh, it is called Memory. I think it's three short movies. Yeah, you've nominated this at least once. Uh, all right, I know what I'm going to nominate. All righty. Uh, Jay, what are you going to nominate? 
I'm going to nominate Dongan Rampa the anime. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I mean, it. I love that. I, I have, I have to. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, I have to vote for it, don't we? Um, I, uh, I've been different. I've never played the game, so I, I, like ha- it. I have, and I have to say, um, some people might be like, "Why are people might be able giant? to drag has into this one?" Yeah, it's it's like some people are like, "Why are those people simps for what's her name?" Um, what is her name? Holy shit! Oh, Sayaka. No, no, the good one. Junko. Junko, yeah. I will I will write a fucking 75 page paragraph on that. Um <laughs> one paragraph. I, <laughs> say, that was, five pages. I was about to say that's a very long paragraph. Yeah. I'll um, do it. <laughs> gosh, all right. I'm stuck between two. Um Junko fucking Enoshima. Okay. Uh gosh, it's hard because like, is it mm, was it cheating to nominate? Probably. No. I, you know, <laughs> if you have to ask, then yes. What is what, it? Dev- Devil Man Crybaby? Like, no, no. It's not cheating. Just, I, mean, I feel like, like almost everybody has seen it is the main issue other with than that. Me. Right. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. And it's also like I, super... I, I, We'll vote for it. What about the original Devil Man? You won't have a choice. I feel like Devil Man Crybaby is also one of those where I wanted... If I would have wanted to nominate it, but I don't think we would add much to the discussion that hasn't already been said there, because it's I, been discussed so much. I I think that... I would also vote for it. <laughs> exactly. Well, I would want to... T- well, it would give me... I mean, you have to, because there was only four of us, but... Uh, also, I would choose to if I had other choices. Yes, I, I figured. Well, I know you love to talk about it, so that's part of the reason why I'm thinking about it, too. I don't know. It's like either that, or I was just looking at the horror tab in anime... It's like that or like High Rise Invasion. So which would you rather vote for? I guess High Rise Invasion would be fun to shit on. Oh my god, that show fucking sucks. It and would be fin- very fun. Did to you shit finish on. it, Pete, or no? Bro, no. That show is so bad. Right, it's, one doing, only, it's one of the only it's one of the only shows that, it's one of the only shows I've ever dropped, actually. That show interesting because I can't wait to drop it then. Uh let's do High Rise Invasion. Uh because that, that sounds interesting to me. I've you also have my vote just so I could shit on it. <laughs> yeah, it would be fun to I again, like how bad can it be? Like it's a six point seven one. People know what they it's like. It's not terrible, you know? yeah. No, it could be it could be like a six or a five. There's a scene seven. where she's running away and the sound of her shoes are like a half a second. <laughs> yeah, I so she's that. while she's like jumping essentially they're making running noises it's so bad maybe there's an echo that you weren't aware of she's on a high rise yes that's how (laughs) echoes happen in high rises between buildings uh maybe you just weren't thinking hard enough pete i I don't think you know how sound works (laughs) pete 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 doesn't have the lore uh behind he just doesn't get it he doesn't know and that's i was very excited for half a second because i thought this was other side picnic uh but it's not (laughs) <laughs> um well it is high rise that is agents. also terrible too uh it's a really good uh light novel though that they butchered but it's also gay and therefore True. can't be that bad True. um <laughs> you're making good points all right um anyways all right well happy halloween for that episode i guess we'll, we'll find out in two weeks what we're watching but in the meantime everyone else watch oriski with us uh and uh 
Yeah, I guess that wraps up Watch Club for the week. Pete, why don't you take it away? Yes, and if you want to support us, the best way to do so is to like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are watching or listening to us on. The next episode you will see after this one is the Oreski episode. So tune in for that. And then afterwards, it's going to be the fall first impression. So look forward to that. The season's actually been really good so far, so I'm really excited to talk about that when we get there. But... Otherwise, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Peace.